I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Saying our in the presence of white people is taken by them as support for their country, not ownership of one's own. It is to say you white people are in charge and we support you. That is how they interpret the black relationship to our when black people use our in the presence of other black people white people do not view it as brotherhood or as countrymen but as a threat they hear a takeover they want it to be ours we know it to be ours we bled for it to be ours we also know that it is not none of this it should be noted is new and the venerability of the question is precisely why so many whites feel so comfortable even at this as ostensibly post-racial uh, post post racial date opining on the validity of black citizenship while never questioning their own the daily extra legal threats of being kidnapped into slavery were a scourge for all free blacks criminal acts reinforced by moral and legal authority of the u.s supreme court which ruled in 1857 dred scott case that no african-american under any circumstance could be deemed a citizen of the united states on the eve of the civil war nearly half a million people the majority of them being born in the united states live with their rights always subject to the threat of removal martha martha s jones wrote in her book birthright citizens in 2018 and 2019 as immigration raids and lethal children killing border camps define america's attitudes the supreme court prepared to hear arguments on cases regarding birthright citizenship more than 150 years after the adoption of the 13th and 14th amendments renters live under the threat of eviction owners cannot be evicted hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a sunday uh late sunday for us six o'clock uh ready to do some podcasting you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport the boulevard extreme i know what you're thinking why are y'all doing shows didn't you say y'all weren't gonna be on this week yeah we weren't gonna be on this week because we we're going to new york but guess what guys we're not going to new york the coronavirus one the coronavirus got the whole world shook and uh so twitter basically had to postpone the event uh cancel the event i don't know um and yeah they plan on rescheduling it so hopefully we'll still get to come and and come through and 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 hang out and do all that stuff eventually but uh yeah i understand you know i just hope i get my money back for our tickets uh for because i think they said like something like 24 hours after you after you request the tickets but then 48 hours before the the flight flight. and i don't know if we made it quite the 48 hours you know like uh, i don't know how that works and then i hope i hope they're not sticklers about that i guess i had to call and make sure because i mean clearly we're not taking a flight so i'm gonna need my money back come on um but yeah so uh we'll see how that goes um but uh yeah man it was we wanted to hang out and do all that stuff but you know um i also don't want to die from the coronavirus or get Mm -hmm. really sick or whatever Mm -hmm. and i mean it's spreading and a lot of shit is getting shut down so they talking about like possibly having to change the olympics over this then i'm not gonna press my luck you know like you motherfuckers so um and it does seem to be like everywhere so that's so we will be doing shows this week is what i mean to say um which is fine we had a sponsor this week and everything too but um yeah that excerpt that i read is from full dissidents uh howard bryant's book and he talks he was basically talking about how black people 
don't get to say this country is ours even though it's ours no we don't you know i would say second most of anybody is ours you know like obviously indigenous native um first peoples or whatever the common parlance is at this point um it's their country mm-hmm. you know they were everybody else came on a motherfucking boat right people really uh white people actually like committed genocide to them but then of the lies that we tell ourselves about what being an american is in a here black people are the most quote-unquote american of that of that story right what is the story you come to the country with nothing dirt poor immigrants under the heel of tyrants and you work your way out of it and you fight for your freedom and you gain that through this american experiment to become you know at some point equal you know and instead uh uh white people have never let us own that story Mm -mm. that's what they tell themselves about their immigrant grandparents and right their slave owning great great grandparents that's that's what they tell us about the irishmen and the polish men that's that's what they tell us about those people yeah and so what i loved is that he points out how he um heard kamala harris talk oh she was talking back and forth with joe biden during the debate and she said uh i appreciate all you've done for our country um and he said you know she said it with the way like a black person says it to other like like this is my house and he was talking about how like whenever we hear those words it you hear the presence when you hear our country when you hear a black person say our country in the presence of white people it's simply it's typically in service to white people like to say i'm with you not you're with me i'm with you right like you know if you're saying our country around donald trump you're not saying the country we split in half you're not saying the country which we own the country which i have some stake in you're saying the country you own and i just rent i just get to stay here you know and so um not that that's how kamala harris was saying it but he's just saying he made him think about that phrase and he taught the chapter renters i believe and he talks about how basically anyone but white people is renting uh in america you know when um aoc and uh the uh, i forget what they call that group uh, um but you guys know what i'm talking about um mm-hmm. uh ilhan omar rashida talib mm-hmm. and ayana presley uh the squad when they um when they spoke out against trump what did they say what did he say i'll sing go back why don't you go back to your countries right right because he don't consider this their country right not and you know people got into the technicalities of well some of they were born here or they got their citizenship this way or that way don't it doesn't really matter. matter his point is you're not white so this is never going to be your country your country is somewhere else unless you're going to come here kiss america's ass and bow down to white supremacy and co-sign every single thing about it and be grateful to be co-sign fucking it, happy then then it's not your country anymore you're not it never was your country but i was allowing you to worship the country as if it were yours but the second that you take a stand in it the second that you feel ownership in it and then what does it mean when you own something you feel entitled to the privileges of that ownership so when you become entitled to that privilege when you say i want my rights that's when they go go back to your country right right because they're the only ones that have the right to quote unquote complain and tell you how america ain't perfect anybody else 
you don't you you don't have the right to complain because it was never yours to complain about in the first place donald trump's entire uh campaign and his entire um presidency has been based on the fact that america is terrible right and it doesn't escape the you know to to a lot of us it doesn't escape that white people are allowed to call the country terrible whenever other people have progress Mm -hmm. but yet if black people brown people whatever say that the country is doing terrible it's not that ownership that 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 vigor that support is not there like he really made his campaign make america great again which is to say america is not great come on the the whole time he kept saying that take america back make america great again the whole time i was like the fuck is he talking about like those are those are cold words to white people and white supremacists in mass in our country that whatever your problems is it's not your fault you know they're complaining because they don't belong here yeah but imagine being upset that colin kaepernick took a knee because colin kaepernick taking a knee is saying america is also is also saying america is not great but see a black person doesn't get to say america's not great and certainly not because of anything that would affect black people so you can say america's not great if you're saying it's our country white man if you want to say yeah make america great again donald trump is right well you're then okay then you can criticize america because you're on donald trump's side you're saying uh you know um what's fracking for dominant silk if dominant silk can be like yeah uh mr trump right y'all need to do better america that's fine but if by that same token uh barack obama were to say you know america can do better in these ways they get offended if michelle obama says we can feed our kids better they get offended you know and so much of uh what donald trump's administration has been is to dismantle the limited progress of uh black you know good government you know um and i only call it limited progress because i think the obama administration was more limited by the unwillingness of the people to empower politicians to support the agendas that obama would have would have pushed yes because they got lazy and they wanted one man to do it all and we're about to repeat that mistake again with bernie sanders right but i think um that was that was kind of the the problem with all this stuff is that even in that limited progress that obama was able to accomplish because of the just unprecedented pushback even in that he still donald trump felt the need to erode that stuff to take away all of it anything that could possibly help people or progress people so um yeah i love that chapter and i love that idea about our country and what it really means to people and what how it really does have two different definitions and when black people speak among black people about things that our country needs to do he's right white people consider that a threat when you're at a black lives matter rally and you're sitting up there talking about some you know we need to we our country needs to do this that and the other Mm-mm, they don't like that you know then some got a that's a black identity extremist we need to monitor that person you know what i mean but but you got people that are like literally white supremacists talking about our country while 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 toting around the flag of rebellion to the same country they claim to love you know while bastardizing the flag and painting it different colors and turning it upside down and shit putting snakes on it they're cool with that they don't whiteness does not feel the need to monitor those people even those who take lives under that that banner 
they still don't want to call them terrorists right because whiteness always looks at itself as individuals everybody else is a collective group we individual and innocent correct individual and innocent like they they it, there's nothing that can corrode whiteness and there's nothing that can redeem blackness in this country yeah and it's and it's very frustrating because the thing is you know with the slogan make america great again what do you do if america was never great to you right like 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 that's the question is never answered you know when america was never great to you when you were bought here against your will or your tribes were devastated and and tribes uh lineages died Mm -hmm. because of white supremacy what what happens when you go well it was never great Mm -hmm. so how can it be great again which means be great again which means you want to bring back in power the shit that was the oppression that was upon us the oppression is still there it's just not instead of having you know its foot on your neck it has its foot on your shoulder but it still has its foot on you yep so that um you know that was like i said i love this book because you know and i get it this is depressing to certain people they don't like hearing about this kind of shit but this is why i fucking love this book is because i'm i think these things i love when people bring it to fruition you know and they're like yo this is this is the problem that you're feeling right now this is this feeling of like this them not wanting you to own your own country them not allowing you to ever be a part of this story you know one of the reasons um if you ever listen to the 1619 podcast great podcast i think everybody should check it out but um one of the things that happened i think in the opening episode was um uh, it's not i think her name's nicole hannah jones god i hope i didn't mess that up um i guess i'll try to look it up but um yeah uh she she talks about her father and his relationship with okay i did get it right nicole hunter nicole hunter jones um her father's relationship he was black obviously and american and he had a flag on the front porch and she hated that flag when she was growing up she felt like it was him trying to like either assimilate or you know do something you know do something that was essentially um you know almost embarrassing to her but she came to understand that that was his stake in the american dream that was him saying no i earned this i am american you can't take that away from us and i think it's something that it took me a while to get to that understanding i remember my dad i still i think i did a whole podcast talking about my dad owning that piece of land and how much that meant to me in the same day that uh barack obama showed his birth certificate to the country because black people are always renting we never get to own what we have actually paid for many times over our ancestors are paid for we pay for if anything we are the only people other than like i said indigenous americans who have paid for this shit in this way you know what i mean like like i said there's other people who've been boxed out and had to fight for their space but we have fought the hardest and the most and 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 to have someone who has not fought at all who's literally fought against you fought against your people fought against your ancestors for generations tell you you don't count you're not american well no i'm not gonna stand for that i am american that's why i love to vote that's why i love i love to participate and um 
because you i people did die for me to have the right to participate right and people huff and puff and roll they also bitch it's the truth i don't give a fuck if you like it or not it's the motherfucking truth you know what's been interesting how little of that have you seen this year have you thought about that like online have you noticed that mm-hmm. it's been very little at least from my point of view and maybe these people just they understand why i stand now they stop fucking with me very little it's okay if you don't feel like voting that shit stopped very little don't guilt me with the black ancestor shit uh, a lot of them people don't change their tunes very little a lot of people now all in on warren a lot of people now all in on uh sanders a lot of people all in on uh whoever's blue i'm voting for but what the, you just don't see a lot of just it's cool if we don't vote the shit got real and i think also and i'm not even mocking these people because nope. you know i'm I, I better late than never same way i felt when jay-z made that 444 album hey dog whatever took you to get here glad you made it i'm glad you motherfucking made it like i'm not about to shit on you because i was a couple years ahead or what i mean i never really felt that way but still you know what i mean because i was because i wasn't on that now you you realize all to me that means you either realized i was right maybe my voice got through to you maybe someone else's voice got through to you maybe you came to it on your own conclusion but a lot less of that shit going around these days because mm-hmm. the country going to hell in a handbasket and every day something happens and you're like if we had a fucking competent not corrupt government maybe they would handle it better you know so yeah i i that two sides of the same coin shit is funny to to, to your boy because it's like there's no fucking way this is happening under obama no. so it's not two sides of the same coin there's no way it's happening under hillary Mm-mm. there's no way it's happening shit there's republicans some of this shit wouldn't have happened under agreed that's what's so crazy they really white supremacy picked the worst possible person to prove a point to the country you know it's literally him it's literally uh that remember that rumor that story about the dossier on trump and it said uh he stayed at a like a russian hotel and he requested the same room the obama stayed in so he could have prostitutes piss on the bed mm-hmm. and you know i don't know if that's true or not i wouldn't be shocking if it was it would be shocking if it was it would definitely be shocking because if it he's was. an ass i could see him doing some bullshit like yeah that. yeah, yeah. I, I feel you. It, it would still be shocking that's a shocking thing to do uh if, if if i told you if i didn't tell you that beforehand and say what do you think trump's gonna do if he finds out what room obama stayed on i got a feeling you would it would take a lot of guesses for you be like have some hire some prostitutes to stand over the bed and urinate you know on the bed i feel like his depravity is shocking because he's a horrible person uh even though i'm not shocked that he's depraved you see what i'm saying agree but he still finds a way don't he every day every day he finds a way that you just go huh i never thought he'd be that type of disgusting like yeah because whatever the bar is he goes below it whatever the standard is he goes below it below it and that's the whole point this is america pissing in the bed of the obamas this is them this is america hiring a prostitute in donald trump to go and uh sully the bed of the lincoln the bedroom that obama slept in simply because of that and by america i mean white america white Mm -hmm, conservative america this is the point they basically said the office don't mean anything anymore we don't give a fuck put just put anybody they'd rather get coronavirus motherfucking coronavirus they'd rather have it they'd rather the stock market tank because it's been going down every day so people got 401ks your shit is tanking they rather this than another second of that nigger in that white house that's what's so crazy that there's people like that in this country but it makes sense because that's what the country has always been 
that's the great that they want to make america again so yeah that's why we're renting even though we've paid more than the cost to own you know it's the redlining of the american country for black people right it's white people move out we move in they raise up the prices black people pay twice as much for the same house and yet we never really get to own it no we don't no we don't and and the thing is even when you quote unquote own it you don't really own it because you have to continually pay taxes on it and each year your taxes goes up so what happens if you get to the point where you can't pay taxes that means you still lose it yeah um that got a little too deep for my metaphor but yes i just think black people don't even get to the point where we own it and pay taxes we don't own it period because you know even white people gotta pay taxes on their house we mm-hmm. just don't even get to own it no this is your shit is still rent you was like i paid everything in full yeah yeah you still owe some more and we can evict you at any point because it ain't yours it ain't motherfucking yours butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be anything take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow a reading rainbow all right um man where do i start now well i guess uh we can start with the fact that we do have a sponsor today um uh, i guess i need to find some music to uh, i guess this will work hey what's going on black guy tips listeners you know the coronavirus is spreading and now's the time to only be around familiar people or yourself come on and adam and eve is trying to help you get to either know yourself or get back in touch with some familiar people and keep it sanitary okay (laughs) keep it clean wash your hands free stuff is awesome and free safe stuff in the comfort of your home is even better okay adam and he's trying to help you get 50 percent off of loads of free and free loads of free stuff 50 percent off of any one item plus free stuff you get a sexy item for him you get a sexy little thing a little gift for her and you get a third item you both can enjoy plus six free spicy movies plus free shipping that's right so you ain't got to worry about that coronavirus if you just handling things on your own or with somebody you know and trust, okay? Only stay around the viruses you've already been introduced to. Right. No new viruses. No new viruses 2020, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's TVGWT when you put the offer code box where you check out at adamandeve.com. T-B-G-W-T at adamandeve.com. All right um let's see what's what's going on in the news man um oh yeah i guess we do have some news um south carolina primary news (laughs) 
Tom Style Jam right there. <laughs> That's his bop. He's gone. Uh, he didn't finish too good, y'all, in the South Carolina primary. And so he had to dip out. He was, uh, black people who like being the contrarian's favorite candidate in this race, you know? Like he was, he was the, he was the person that I think, uh, when they talk about, uh, VPs and shit like that, like he probably would make a good VP for somebody. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the, the woke black people that also didn't want to support the, the same, they had to be different. That was they, that was they man. That was they boy. <laughs> and he spent a whole lot of money in South Carolina and performed, uh, on stage with Juvenile. So he had basically the most, he paid the most for a ticket for juvenile karaoke I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but he and got zero electorates. Yeah, he got zero delegates. Uh, I mean, that's what I meant. Delegates, electorates. He delegates. finished with eleven point three percent of the vote after spending a shit ton of money just in that one state. Um, so uh, he went ahead and called it a night. So I guess he had to back that ass up out of the primary. Hey, him and his wife. Yeah, his wife was up there dancing the jig too. Boo, wouldn't you know? Um, so he'll definitely be at the cookout. That's for sure. Um, Bernie Sanders finished second with 19.9 percent of the vote, and Joe Biden finished first with 48.4 percent of the vote. That is crazy. Um, yeah, that's why I say y'all niggas online and other people sometimes y'all ain't all always on the same page yeah uh the other thing about the joe biden finish that was funny is uh if you count the total number of votes he's now ahead of bernie sanders if you count all the state total number of votes which is why it was funny when bernie sanders and everybody was on that stage and he was in the lead and he was like they were like so whoever has the total votes uh lead at the end of the primary will you just you know go ahead and declare that person a winner and of course everybody's like no you gotta get the motherfucking percentage you better hit that number or we're gonna have a broker convention you know and then he was like no nah, we should just go by this which is exactly the opposite of what he said in 2016 right but uh momentarily i don't think after super tuesday this will stand but joe biden has the actual lead and votes casted for him and so that was funny watching people make that point uh it's also funny how online it seems like there's two camps and you, you t- let me know if you disagree but it feels like there's really become two camps in democratic voters the bernie sanders people and there's kind of become this thing of like anything but the bernie sanders people being happy mm-hmm. yeah because they're so goddamn annoying yeah because I, I saw people that i know don't fuck with joe biden kind of partying off of the fact that joe biden won but i'm like y'all don't like joe biden and y'all definitely would not fuck with his policies more than bernie sanders so that's is more about to to spite these motherfuckers who are trying to quote unquote take over the party right because y'all want to come and just bully everybody and 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 strong arm everybody and then beat them up and you're like the fuck is this yeah it was real funny seeing like people kind of partying off a body and winning because i was like i thought y'all didn't fuck with him either and at the end of the day i mean sadly um elizabeth warren came in like fifth with only seven percent of the vote which you know people were really hoping her platform being the best one for black people was gonna resonate with south carolina voters but i honestly think a lot of those people believe that 
she can't beat trump um and so they that maybe that's it she also doesn't have the inroads with uh the black community that joe biden has especially in south carolina no one does to Mm -hmm. be frank um and so that was a big deal uh pete Buttigieg came in fourth with eight percent of the vote and then uh amy klobuchar got three percent tosa gabber got 1.3 why is she still in the room andrew yang got 0.2 probably just because his name wasn't all the way off the ballot yeah because sometimes they uh, do this shit before people uh, drop out yeah cory booker devil patrick got 0.1 i wonder like john delaney like what are y'all just accidentally putting the wrong one in like oops my bad oh fuck it it's just a primary <laughs> uh anyway um so then the fallout happens uh tom steyer backs out of the race uh pete Buttigieg just dropped out right writers went on the air wow so you know hopefully you blacks will be happy now jesus oh your homophobia won are you happy damn okay you schemed and you plotted and you got his gay ass out of there oh lord you did are you gonna go party at chick-fil-a now you homophobic blacks that hate gay people hmm is that what's been to happen no oh i think they are karen chick-fil-a line gonna be out of the door tomorrow in south carolina because black people hate gays all right Mm mm-hmm it doesn't have anything to do with his racism mm-hmm. his policies yeah. his history I, yeah. of and, and all the race scandals you know, all the shit i'm like look anybody but goddamn trump I, I like i don't care well i just hope you blacks can give him a break now okay he's out of the race now let him go back to south end what is it south men I don't, I don't know let him go back to his plate to his city i don't know where it is and marinate on that it's not okay here. mayor pete we hardly knew ye okay the whites loved that man yeah most people couldn't they loved pronounce him. your name and that's it so he's gone um and michael bloomberg went and gave a uh talk or something at, at uh a selma church and black people church go and stood up and turned their backs on him while he was talking at a selma church mm-hmm. okay so once again uh when y'all say shit like oh man i'm so scared bloomberg got this money he gonna win I, so part of the reason i've been pushing back on that and i don't mean it to sound mean or anything like that guys but part of the reason i've been putting back on but pushing back on that is because it sounds a little bit like black people are stupid and they just gonna go vote for this man because they saw a move uh, ad and i personally don't believe that we are stupid correct i don't believe black people vote that way i know we vote pragmatically but we don't vote stupid you know it's 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 a fundamental belief that i have about you know black people in this country and i'm very careful when we talk about voting to not suppose that black people are dumb which is something that a lot of other black people who talk about voting do whenever shit becomes inconvenient and the black masses aren't doing what you think is the best then all of a sudden you dip into anti-blackness and white people territory of these poor blacks don't know what's good for them and i don't like that shit Mm -mm. the blacks down south don't know a nigga we black too just like you black wherever you is bitch we black too i don't like the uh black people stuck on the democratic plantation shit from black people white people green people i don't give a fuck don't talk about us like that right 
you know i can disagree or i can go we had some horrible choices to even pick from i can totally get with that but i'm not gonna sit up here and, and demean all black people as if we're just fucking idiots and as hard as we fought for the vote as much effort and thought that goes into our communities when it comes to voting about our very fucking survival i'm i will never admonish black people's vote like that and i think a lot of these woke motherfuckers need to stop take a breath and stop talking like white supremacists start explaining to me why black people i feel must be voting that way right and they never ask why or they don't fucking care yeah start doing that you know a legitimate reason why they do and instead of talking about they stupid why don't you come and like actually have a conversation and talk and try to change their minds instead of doing that you just call them stupid and dumb because they try to be the spokesperson for black people by standing out and going to these white spaces and fucking advocating quote unquote for us but they really just pushing their own like kind of off the off the beaten path agenda and then when black people don't correspond with that that's when all of a sudden they start whipping down on us like they fucking white it's like no dog you you were wrong because you don't listen you go out there and you want to be a, a fucking uh what do you call that thing that you a bullhorn you want to be a bullhorn for this is what black people should do and not this is what black people are doing now let me tell you why we're doing that you might not agree but at least have some form of a conversation this nigga joe biden won south carolina as everyone who knows black people and knows south carolina and every fucking poll said he would correct and and it's and i already saw the reddit threads from the bernie bros and and all this shit where they were talking you know black people don't know what they doing black people are uneducated voters and all this shit and i said the worst part of this is not those racist white people that are bernie bros we know those people exist yeah and you know their usernames and shit on reddit no one everyone's anonymous on reddit so people are being like well look at the username i mean it could be a bot everyone is anonymous on reddit so it's not like twitter and facebook so those people have been posting about we love some bernie sanders and then all of a sudden they start posting about we hate these niggas that didn't vote for bernie sanders guess what those are still your boys they were your boys before they were your boys before they're gonna be your boys after y'all just don't care about that shit over there what bothers me is that the black people that fuck with bernie won't even acknowledge that that shit happened they won't call it out or they'll make excuses for it or they'll co-sign it and that's why it's disgusting to me to be a uh in a uh, a sycophant to this man to this one a cult for this one man it's crazy you know i can't fuck with it you know but yeah anyway man uh we'll see on super tuesday because i still expect bernie's gonna uh be in the lead after super tuesday mm-hmm. i don't i don't really think anything that happened made me feel like uh well now joe's got it i was just yeah, like we mm-hmm. early voted but our, our state is a super tuesday state right and i think and once again i go back and listen to last sunday's episode i think i think it was last sunday maybe it was before that yeah i expect burning to win because too many people in the race splitting the vote and it's too late they pulled out people to jay pulled out too late uh i think klobuchar is still in it steyer pulled out too late i don't give a fuck what his platform was he knew he had no chance at winning right. i don't care that you liked him that don't mean shit to me if he wanted his points of view to be on the ballot he probably been better off supporting somebody than being in there taking up votes dude could have just as easily said let me give 250 million dollars uh to uh run ads for elizabeth warren could have just as easily said that 
or bernie sanders whoever he feels the most he identifies with the most he could have done that so yeah i'm not you know i'm not calling him a bad person I, i'm not one of those people that hates rich people like like uh you know so much of social media does but i, I just feel like nah just buddy it's, it was a wrap you unless you wanted bernie to win i don't know what the fuck you was doing I don't know what any of these motherfuckers are doing unless they want Bernie to win. You know, maybe Pete Buttigieg getting his moderate ass out will help Joe Biden with more moderate votes because maybe that's who he was siphoning votes off of. But who knows? That motherfucker was going after the white people that don't even like voting Democrat. Yeah, he was. Like, so who knows what the fuck those people, where those people are going to go. They they could easily just as easily vote Republican or just as easily not vote. They could easily vote for Trump. Yeah, you know, with his no plans ass, like, Buttigieg was such a whack candidate man like oh my god the worst alright um let's get into other news guys um so coronavirus huh mm-hmm. yeah it's getting real out here man CBS is the amazing race has to come to a halt as the coronavirus continues to spread well, that's, that's, a, that's one of the more popular shows they travel with that show mm-hmm you know our shit was canceled uh i feel like i'm still on a little bit of a high as an introvert because there's nothing that makes me feel better than cancel plans y'all i was sad karen was all sad yes i was looking forward to going i said get your black not going to new york ass in here and eat this dinner i made because it's over uh but it's just pushback i mean we should be fine Mm -hmm. but nah i get it man because i was like you know what if i'm the one to get the coronavirus and die you know what like everybody cool with it till you want to it's a one out of 50 chance you the one that's gonna die then when you get the coronavirus for your trip it's gonna be like oh at least i got to go to new york i'm dead no nah, i mean shit. i got life insurance but i don't feel like cashing it in no damn time soon i mean i got asthma you know what i'm saying i grew up with asthma so i don't know maybe that should kill me I don't, I've, I've seen the things okay it's not good so yeah it sucks but yeah a lot of shit is getting canceled over this coronavirus stuff a lot of stuff getting postponed and stuff it's real out here but we got mike pence in charge of uh handling so it should be good well he just gonna hand you corona because people think the coronavirus comes from corona uh you know i can see it why you bullshitting i can see it um let's see what else happened in the news guys here's some good news scotland has become the first nation to make pads and tampons free about goddamn time it's a big win for the global movement to roll back onerous pricing for product period products including tampon taxes that classify sanitary pads as luxury items the scottish parliament how is that how is that a mother i can't control that i fucking bleed every month how is that a goddamn luxury item well if you I don't want a luxury item then bleed into a rag okay because that's what they used to anything do. more than that is a luxury okay well, what happened if you what happen if you you're homeless and poor you don't just like it. cigarettes tampons are a, a luxury item the scottish parliament approved a plan tuesday to make menstrual products available free in public spaces such as community centers pharmacies and youth clubs scotland has offered pads and tampons free of charge at schools and university as a matter of national policy since 2018 wonderful the new plan will cost edinburgh uh estimated 31.2 million a year the legislation passed an initial vote with 112 in favor none against and one abstention 
uh riders reported it now heads to a second phase during which legislators can propose amendments the legislation is a milestone moment for normalizing menstruation in scotland and sending out that real signal to people in this country about how seriously parliament make takes gender equality yeah so that's cool you know it's that thing too where the status quo is already gendered so you know people go oh why are you now giving people special privileges because you've been oppressing them and marginalizing them for not being a white man the whole fucking time yeah because i motherfucking guarantee you if men bleed every fucking month they would give this shit away with a fucking pack of bread here's your bread and here's your goddamn tampon Mm -hmm. bread ponds i think you just came up with a new get a coupon for some bread and some tampons and some bread ponds mm-hmm. huh they will be fucking everywhere you get some get, mustard with the bread you got a great poupon and you will walk and fucking trip over a pad they, they i mean you you couldn't get enough of them fuckers if some, men had periods take some of that bread with the tampon you can throw it in the water to some ducks in the pond you could mm-hmm. you could and uh tiktok uh tsa has halted employees from using tiktok for social media posts no shit mm-hmm. they said that's enough okay y'all supposed to be working what about the people that work in airports so they gonna get the coronavirus mm. like what's going on hmm. i have no idea but yeah tsa house employees from using tiktok for social media purposes um yeah man i told y'all that shit was getting out of control right like <laughs> you're at work you're on their clock they're like, like I bitch we don't pay you to do that i don't want to be getting my motherfucking uh annual physical and the nurse assistants over there dancing to, to some fucking you know some hip-hop music trying to make a skit like dog you at work like you still got your scrubs on what the fuck is happening what is happening you know and the only time the shit really seemed to be worth it is when this shit goes viral in a bad way you know hey guys i'm on tiktok making fun of black women while they pregnant complaining about birth problems talking about pain isn't it hilarious and then that's the one that goes viral you know i can't imagine how many tiktoks are out there just people being like you know hey guys i'm on tiktok what's up y'all or whatever you know just wasting time meanwhile terrorists just walking by with guns beeping mm-hmm. through the uh, little tsa monitor yeah because the thing is is uh, somebody said that uh uh they're listening to us that's the difference you're listening you ain't on the screen like like you ain't you ain't posted it online going hey y'all i'm at work while i'm listening to this you're not doing that yeah i mean now if you want to take a tiktok of you listening to us and then, post it online then i could see a problem yeah, let's see let's see what your boss think about that you know so they, these niggas be on there just lunching man and to be in security doing that just seems i don't know motherfucking just seem like yeah it just seemed short-sighted i guess you could be recording some shit you ain't got no motherfucking business recording just put it out online the rapper the game says the internet brainwashes people into liking whack-ass music no people have always liked whack-ass music the internet forces you to listen to whack-ass music it's so much of it you're brainwashing to thinking that shit actually sound like something it's unclear what prompted to take but many of the fans are quick to co-sign the stance and said it was yet another reason for him to remain the game uh back in november the 40 year old came through with his ninth studio album born to rap which was billed as his final project others disagreed of course 
tweet comes just days after the gang sent out a couple tweets warning warning up and coming rappers about the dangers of record labels the gang told young artists that this rap shit will kill you and claimed the major labels were only looking to line their pockets rather than truly invest in or care for artists they don't even advertise or market you no more they let you do it yourself on ig while they sit back still and wait for the next you he went on to encourage artists to stay independent and retain ownership of their masters almost 20 years in music and not once did anyone tell me this he said shit i'm still waiting on them to tell you well i that last part is relevant because i think megan the stallion just did a instagram live about how her uh she can't they froze her putting out new music because she wants to renegotiate her deal so you know industry rule number 4080 record company people are shady uh is always in effect but the thing i would throw out there i agree with you karen uh, if anything the internet is really diversified musical opinion uh, and streaming services especially there is that people being conditioned to like whack shit was way more prominent in our time yeah and it was funny everybody laughed that's even to today it's some shit that's everybody's bop but everybody know that shit was fucking whack it's like not trying funny who cares you know i i think only time people get in their feelings and care when they shit ain't the shit that's popping well i don't even know that everybody knew the shit was whack yeah yeah during then, our day you, then, gotta, then you could have told me it wasn't whack but now i'm like okay that shit was bad and then some shit you knew was whack but you just didn't care well whack is a subjective term right Correct. but the thing for me is this the radio used to be a thing yes it did and so because the radio used to be a thing there is nobody going forward into the future that will have been more subjected to someone telling us this is what is good by playing on the radio uh, i listened to um american scandal the episodes they had on the payola system and it mm. talked about people like uh dick clark and how he rigged the whole system with he he was literally making money off the production and sale and recording of songs and stuff and then going on i think it was america bandstand or something going on his show every week and his own artists being the ones coming up there he act like he didn't know them and they play their songs throughout you know throughout the whole thing, program and then he makes the money off of the sales and the tour and all that mm. shit that was that's the most like programming that you can get is when people turned on the radio in their car and they were or in their house and now people don't do that anymore now people can go to youtube listen directly they can go on their spotify their title they make their own playlist their own playlist. you know like maybe um you can say well you were convinced to like somebody whack because you heard about them on the internet yeah but that's not any different than when we was coming up Mm -mm. so it's not the internet that's doing that you know so it's just it's just interesting to see people um you know try to turn it into like these kids that's how it feels to me it always feels like it was different for us but y'all kids like nah mm-hmm. it's the same mm-hmm. like i said every generation has like some whack ass shit they didn't know it was whack at the time or like i said sometimes they knew but just didn't care and i feel like it's all it's all right every everything that you listen to or consume doesn't have to be high art it does not have to be goddamn high art it doesn't yeah i just feel like people penalize the kids for you know wanting to have some fun right uh let's see what else is happening uh jay-z and yo Gotti got another lawsuit against mississippi prisons get them yep 
so i guess uh he's a coon and a sellout just like uh eric Reed called him you know because uh people can only be one thing I, I wonder if resist programming uh retweeted this probably not uh hip-hop stars jay-z and yo Gotti are filing a lot second lawsuit against mississippi department of corrections surrounding southern states prison at parchment where at least 10 inmates have died since the start of 2020 the lawsuit was filed on behalf of more than 150 inmates in the prison which is formerly That's known a lot. we only in march yeah 10 good god since the start of 2020 um and we just got to march today you're right um yeah uh hmm yeah the lawsuit filed on behalf of more than 150 inmates in the prison which is formerly known as the mississippi state penitentiary at parchment it alleges barbaric conditions within the facility including food contaminated with rat feces and cockroaches flooded cells and lack of medical care team rock in a new release called for the mdoc to address the health and safety conditions within 90 days um so yeah we'll see man glad they're keeping the pressure on now um if it was just a pr win or some shit they probably would have just dropped it already i agree because they spending a lot of money mm-hmm. uh let's see what else happened boosie badass addresses backlash over transphobic comments about Dwayne way's daughter zaya um so i guess he was in an interview uh with who oh wait baller alert okay he said uh let's see you received a backlash for statements about Dwayne Wade's daughter the interview said his son boosie interjected so you know this ain't gonna be good Mm-mm. uh before doubling down that's just how i felt people gotta understand that's how i feel even my mama got on my ass yesterday my mama called me early in my, the morning and got on my ass talking about stay off social media that's their family you stay out of people's business but i was just speaking how i felt everybody got their own opinions in life everyone feels a certain type of way about certain things when the kids involved it's tended to my heart boosie was then asked if he ever considered the repercussions of the statements that remained posted on his instagram the 37 year old insisted that he was used to the hate once you're a celebrity you got to be ready for what comes with being a celebrity you got to be ready for the hundreds for the hundred eyes and all that stuff he explained before he was asked if it was appropriate to comment on ways parenting skills not really but when i feel you're wrong you're wrong people have told me how to parent my children when i was young i mean he's the he's the guy that paid a prostitute to suck his kid's dick who's like underage so uh just a couple of days after boosie posted the aforementioned video he returned to instagram claiming he was kicked out of planet fitness because of the controversy uh he accused him and he called him all kinds of race uh gay slurs and shit um but yeah for a brief moment he expressed some regret i feel like they're gaining up on me now i should have i should should have shut my ass up everything happens for a reason a lot of people feel what i said completely i got a lot of bad backlash but i got a lot of people who feel the same way the rapper went on to say that he didn't know wade on a personal level but was a fan of his basketball career he also told the it's unlikely he'll ever discuss the situation with wade it's probably a tender situation to him so he probably don't want to get into contact with me but i said what i said i don't hold my tongue for nobody if it was if that was barack obama i would have said the same thing i'm built like that uh he said i don't get i don't if it, he said the criticism uh it don't get to me because i live a real life the only way you could get to somebody like me is if it break your hustle as long as i can hustle and stay free none of that shit gonna get to me comments are made to be blocked i get money regardless um uh, i mean sound like he's made up his mind and that's it like 
can't uh everybody not trying to be on that shit everybody no. not trying to be woke no, everybody not trying to be uh you know he's considered it he's at this point like more than doubled down so yeah it's essentially uh fuck you if you disagree with me and fuck me if you disagree with if you disagree with me he don't care which is the one power everybody has is to not give a fuck if you just genuinely don't care and you feel comfortable walking your life like that it really ain't shit people can do they can shame you they could even break your hustle take your money and shit but if you just be like i'm committed to being this motherfucker right here ain't nothing you can nothing you can do about it it's, it's disgusting i clearly disagree with that man but jesus christ and you know that's the other thing you're not really gonna be able to like and i was just wondering when somebody was gonna be real about it because i do feel like there's a lot of people that feel like boosie but they understand the social implications of going against the male privilege of Dwayne wade right they but our reality is is being is too trans antagonistic for us to start acting like we're shocked that there are real people who are out here being extremely transphobic about this child you know like they're more it's more like why isn't boosie catching on to the hint that we're all being quiet about this that's that's how it feels to me it doesn't feel like people are truly like oh i can't believe he said that it's more like well a lot of people are thinking that but you're just not supposed to say it about Dwayne wade's child now if that was just some other person's child well then fuck them and fuck that child and blah blah blah. right you know but yeah clearly he's purposely misgendering zaya zaya like he's he just don't give a fuck Mm mm-hmm and i mean the kind of life he live i mean he's right no one's gonna run up on him and say shit Mm-mm. uh mcdonald's worker punched by a customer over a free cup of water how did this happen according to reports a female employee was struck by a customer who was apparently angry after being offered a free cup of water a second female employee was reportedly hit when she attempted to intervene and y'all wonder why they be throwing blenders at people this is why i be trying to tell randolph terrence he was oh you can't throw a blender at people why not you start don't start none won't be none so now i got to take a couple hits to the head because you don't like the complimentary size of the cup of free water oh not because mr mcdonald made that decision i gotta pay for it Mm-mm. this incident occurred on friday at mcdonald's in midtown tennessee according to the outlet the 44 year old suspect approached the counter and asked for a cup of water cashier poorly informed the man the cup would normally cost 32 cents but since the sister was down she offered a cup for free at that point the suspect reportedly became upset and attempted to give the employee a hundred dollar bill after she returned it and wouldn't accept it he reportedly began to hit her in the face knocking her to the ground what this makes no sense well i'll tell you what it makes me wonder i work cash i work cashier at mcdonald's myself was he planning on robbing the place come on did he just need change for a hundred because if you just need change for a hundred you could act like yeah yeah that sounded like i'm trying to get you to open up the register because why else would you get physically violent when another you employee take a hundred a lot of store places now but i look we take 20s we right. don't take we take 20s we only take 50s 20s only when another employee attempted to intervene the suspect snuck her as well struck her as well according to the outlet he threw a cookie container at the cashier although it did not hit her he then left the restaurant police later arrested the man charged her with two counts of assault and possession of drug paraphernalia this is just one of the latest incidents of yeah, violence occurring like he was about to rob that place yeah man i just wondered if he was gonna rob him because that's like a that's like a robbery type thing that's a technique people use to rob you oh man you break a 50 then you open the register and all of a sudden it's like yeah motherfucker i got your ass so you gotta be careful with that shit Mm -mm -mm. 
uh we got a question in the chat i'll go ahead and answer it snoop's apology tour should remind us you can't be calling oprah's friends dog face bitches and expect to keep the bag right oh uh, snoop dog bag is fine like i didn't see nobody in his sponsorship i didn't die i think his tv show still running um i do think somebody got a hold of him and was like oh if you want to keep your bag you better go somewhere and sit down but but that's what he said if somebody got a hold of him and said if you want to keep your bag you need to sit down then that's what he's saying oh well then yes i agree somebody got a hold of him and said no 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 like you know your money comes from uh, a lot of uh corporate shit and them people looking going no no sir yeah i saw the shit uh i saw the uh, red table talk interview he did um it, it, to me it felt even more self-serving than ti's interview um and i think um like he needed to be in a space where black women appear to be forgiving him um because in the absence of gail even though gail said she accepted the apology you know i don't think we're gonna see them sit down Mm-mm. uh because i think during the interview he talked about reaching out to her and and said she you know he liked to talk privately and she hadn't said nothing back um but uh i just think that the money that uh must have been put in jeopardy had to be the motivation behind this i mean he talked like a man who really was just like i still feel like i'm right i still feel like gail went too far and i just feel i just don't feel like i should be risking my money for this shit at least that's what i got from the interview you know and i think to their credit you know because they're on their own brand you know they did their thing they humanized him they tried to get him to bend on some of it he did bend on some of it um but ultimately that man's never gonna feel like he did the wrong thing and he's always gonna feel like what he did was to protect uh vanessa and her children so i guess in his pursuit of protecting a woman it's okay to call another woman out of her name yeah something Um, that she didn't ask a request for you to do right of course um and then you know also these people kind of feel this ownership to to kobe and snoop dogg is not the smartest dude i mean it's the same dude that got mad that they wanted to do underground because it was another slavery show you know like this is not was great right yeah like this dude is not necessarily a fucking scholar on the issue um so i don't know that he's put that much thought into the things he be saying on the the gram or whatever you know not calling him a bad person necessarily but you know this is a man who made a career off of womanizing and calling women out of their names you know i don't expect him to just get it and he's definitely not gonna get it after 30 minute interview or even after being called out for calling her a doghead bitch and i think what people forget is that a lot of people were on his side mm-hmm. and most of those people probably being uh angry black older dudes but also there's a lot of uh women that were on his side yes you know and that's enough to make people feel like i'm right look at all these women agreeing with me they don't mind that i called her out her name and i saw black women that either co-signed it or did that i'm not saying i will have called her that name but i understand where he was coming from and that's all a person like that needs so he was never gonna be held accountable quote unquote 
and put to the carpet and you know the fantasy idea that he's gonna sit down with a room of women who you know essentially hate his guts and everything he stands for and they're gonna interrogate him until he admits like to all this shit is stupid it's never gonna happen nope it's like it's like thinking donald trump's gonna sit down in a room across from Melissa harris perry like are we stupid or we not like are we living in fantasy world you know and if if that scenario happened do you expect that person to go in there and just be like i'm gonna be honest forthcoming and righteous and because melissa Perry held my feet to the fire let me go ahead and just you know what this is what's really going on it's not gonna happen Mm-mm. you know the the amount of shit that these men would need to be able to process to even get on that level is ridiculous you know and, and it's definitely not happening in that short period of time i think um shit there's women who don't read or study feminist text literature and all that stuff you just feel a certain way about your life experience and maybe you read a couple people's tweets or some articles and that to you you're like now i'm a feminist now i'm a womanist now you know now i'm versed in these things because of my life experience same thing happens with black people we want to speak about race and all this shit many of us don't even study our own history don't read shit don't look up nothing you know and that's why you have hotel motherfuckers who think they just as woke as any scholar any learned person or whatever you know so yeah this to me snoop was just kind of emblematic of that and his interview sounded like uh what it really sounds like at your thanksgiving table that's how that interview sounded to me yeah it sounded like what what it sounded like the shit that people go back later and tweet about microaggressions and all the, you know all these big words on twitter but really if you sat down and watched them have a conversation it looked a lot like that it's it, like half of it is oh uncle snoop you so incorrigible or un- un- unencourageable or whatever and then the other half of the conversation is like now you know you was wrong and him being like oh my bad my bad nephew or whatever you know like half of it is him being like yeah i you know i'm I'm kind of fucked up and old and in my ways and you knew that and i knew that and i you know i really didn't mean no harm by it i got in an emotional place but i shouldn't have done that you know and that seemed to be the thing that he was willing to concede was that he shouldn't have said the shit because he's like you know he's too big of a star to be getting emotional like that he's not just some dude no he not you know so some dude getting mad who got 20 followers on instagram everybody would be like wow you call gail king a bitch but who are you snoop dogg doing that same shit well now you make it okay for everybody else to do it you got people out here threatening this woman and all kinds of shit you know that was wrong right you was wrong you have a responsibility you have a platform whether you want to admit it or not um you know once you act irresponsibly that's when it that's when it show up that's when it's like uh what about all these people that listen to you so anyway uh let's see what else um uh, let's move into some other news how about some how long have we been recording oh it's only been an hour okay so we could probably do some other stuff let's see maybe some uh fucking with black people okay yeah we can do that all right, let me find my music for fucking with black people, and boom. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game we all hate to play. Fucking with black people. The game that goes all around the globe that makes us find different articles that make us feel fuck with the Wilson Point Chord from 0 to 100 intervals 25. Today's contestants, everybody. All right, let's see who's fucking with us. 
um prosecutor sues her own city under a law passed to fight the kkk a battle between st louis's first african-american top prosecutor who can who is a black woman and therefore sell out to the community and we can never support her y'all she be locking people up uh and the city's largely white legal establishment escalated this week with the prosecutor suing her opponents under a little-used federal law passed in the wake of the civil war to stem violence by the kkk kimberly gardner the st louis circuit attorney uh accused uh city officials the local police union and a special prosecutor of a racially motivated conspiracy to deny the civil rights of racial minorities by interfering with her efforts to crack down on police misconduct and to institute changes in the city's criminal justice system come on come on nothing karen you know all black prosecutors i don't care what race the prosecutor is there should only be white prosecutors in america because they are just a tool of the system to lock black people up okay and i don't care if you fight the system from within you still a part of the system the so lies, obviously the lies the lies no mm-hmm. obviously we hate this black woman karen i don't well let her run for office and then see what these wokes do on social media okay don't care about them half of them don't vote don't care about them the targets of her suit filed on, on monday in federal district court in st louis sharply denied the accusations with the police union calling the legal action frivolous desperate and pathetic and characterizing the decision to file it as the last act of a desperate woman who is herself under investigation by the special prosecutor the tension between mrs gardner and the other officials in the st louis is one of many flashpoints around the country between the traditional law enforcement establishment and a new wave of prosecutors who are elected after promising to rein in police misconduct send fewer nonviolent offenders to prison and repair relationships with minority communities on tuesday several other district uh and you know why they hate that you know why they hate that because that is going all the way back to the beginning of this podcast that is black people's worry way of saying our country when we demand these systems work for us then it becomes our country they don't like that that's a threat when she says our community we the police are going to have to get right with our community they know what that means that's not the same as saying you know i support the police as is you know this is our community you need to get behind it shut up and let the police do their job they okay with that kind of our community but when you say this is our community and the police need to act accordingly then all of a sudden it's a threat to the entire fucking system uh but yeah um uh so yeah well on tuesday several other district attorneys from across the country all of them african-american women traveled to st louis to support miss gardner Hmm, no white ones isn't that interesting at a rally with civil rights activists saying that she had been the target of a fundamentally racist system that has also thwarted some of their efforts the keepers of the status quo that brought us mass incarceration over criminalization of poor and black and brown people tough sentences no redemption and no second chances won't give up their power quietly said marilyn mosby the chief prosecutor of baltimore who was joined by aramis ayala of orlando and several others with her lawsuit mrs miss gardner is in effect asking for a federal judge to step inside the workings of the city and the local court system to stop her civil rights from being violated under the constitution and the 1871 law commonly called the ku klux klan act which criminalized efforts to re-enslave african-americans more more recently the law has been wielded in a lawsuit against the promoters of the 2017 white power rally in charlottesville virginia accusing them of conspiracy to commit violence against a racial minority it was also invoked during the civil rights era to try to stop southern sheriffs from blocking african-americans from voting said peter joy a law professor at washington university in st louis 
um so it's gonna be kind of hard to prove that it actually applies to this situation but you know this is what this is what a fight is and this is what she bringing to it mm-hmm. uh this she's been why it's very important on who you vote and put in these offices miss gardner has been at war with much of the st louis police force and the local legal establishment since she was elected in 2016 two years after nearby ferguson missouri erupted in protests over killing by a police officer the st louis police force is mistrusted by many in the african-american community which makes up half the city's population she took several steps to make the police department more accountable including creating a list of more than 50 officers who could not bring cases for prosecution to her office because of concerns over their credibility she also indicted the state's governor at the time eric greitens uh who had been a rising star in national republican politics the business manager of the local police union jeff Roeder uh has called her indictment called for her indictment and he recently went on the radio uh show to suggest that she be removed from office by force or by choice yeah she's fighting a battle man yeah yeah because she's like hey i've seen too much she gave them a list i don't want to see shit from them everything they do is probably fucking problematic or they've had problems in the past and she probably has suggested that they don't actually be police officers and they don't want to hear that bullshit a special prosecutor jeremy carmody began investigating miss gardner in 2018 after mr greiton's lawyers accused her of allowing perjury of a former fbi agent whom she hired to investigate the governor miss gardner has said that she did nothing wrong and that she corrected the former agent's errors as soon as she learned about them she later dismissed the case against mr greiton's as in an interview mrs garden miss gardner said the lawsuit was about to make sure she about making sure she was allowed to implement the platform she was elected on we're not going to let fear and injustice stop the reforms that are needed this is also about the continuing attacks on the progressive prosecutors not just in st louis but around this country yep kim fox marilyn mosby all of them under attack from the 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 police and from the woke ass niggas that hate to see black people uh trying to do something from within the system and my thing none of this come out where the white women where the black men and any black men prosecutors or do we have any right, uh, are, are all they all white women white men and and, and black women i know there's mm-hmm. other races too mm-hmm. none of none, none of them went up there you know because black men want to be the head not the tail they want to come in and and wag their dick and tell everybody what to do where were y'all let to take the lead in this i only see black women in this picture that's all i see so yep like like that's a valid question you know it's us we don't we don't get no support when it's y'all the support is demanded yeah let me see uh st louis black uh, kimberly gardner was okay uh trying to see who else came Marilyn mosby came there it's all she said it's already tough enough to drive change into criminal justice but then to be black women who make up the just one percent of elected prosecutors she says um the disrespect will look different if i look different it's extremely personal the first thing they come at when you're a black woman is your competency that's why this lawsuit is symbolic for all of us yeah they don't say who all else came aramis ayala i think we already i brought her up in the last article oh a black man came his name would have been on the list because you know they'd, mm-hmm. they'd let y'all know the man showed up yeah so that's the ones i see rollins ayala mosby um and gardner so wait who's rollins hold on rachel rollins another black woman yeah yeah wouldn't surprise me if not a single star not unless they're like i said not unless they are truly no black men prosecutors and i don't believe that 
yep and she the only and she under attack like the black women in this situation are the ones under attack and they make up one percent of all the prosecutors it's mm-hmm. crazy we always support us Mm-hmm. because sometimes it's the only people that's gonna do it right right because if we were left to everybody else we would be dead by necessity uh so zero to a hundred motherfucking hundred motherfucking hundred all right i will give it a tracars uh but keep fighting a good fight man i appreciate them supporting each other and whatnot and you know i saw there's a bunch now there are a bunch of black men on that stage too they might not be prosecutors though but like activists and people within that community it's not just black women on the stage no but but i'm talking about yeah within that when the within the industry they might be on their own correct and that's what i'm talking about like other people that's fine but i'm talking about like other people who have a similar job yeah i just don't want anyone writing up here and be like, i saw the picture it was black men on that stage man why you always coming down on black men that's not what we're saying um but yeah so i do wonder where the brothers are that's a great question karen um let's see what else we got here uh barbie adds a new vitiligo and hairless dolls uh to their collection to showcase a, a multi-dimensional view of beauty and fashion wonderful yep in an effort to boost diversity barbie creators have released new designs that are sure to include everyone <clears throat> mattel the toys production company released a statement saying that the brand wants to showcase a multi-dimensional view of beauty and fashion uh the barbie's fashionista line will now include dolls with no hair and another design that features a skin condition vitiligo in 2019 the brand released a model with a prosthetic limb and another in a wheelchair Ooh, other dolls it. they want all the money other dolls in the line include braided hair and different body shapes since 2015 the barbie fashionista collection first launched the collection has grown to include over 170 diverse dolls the two best-selling dolls in uk 2019 were in wheelchairs that that tell you something they trying to get their money it does tell you something and and that goes to tell you there's there's a demand for diversity and 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 it's one of the things where uh when it comes to barbies they've evolved and they've changed over the years there's racism in that industry too Mm -hmm. but they have evolved and they've changed you know over the years and i'm glad that they are very inclusive because there's always somebody willing to give you money and, and racism and ignorance is it doesn't make sense when it comes to the dollar bill because you will like reject money over your stupidity yeah and i mean like people that are white able-bodied cisgendered all that type of shit of course they already have their barbies like they they already got it so why would you know it's not like they're being cast out like right you already were served right there's a bunch of people who weren't served who were just like i guess these products aren't for me who now looking at this going like wait a minute i i this reminds me of myself or maybe just somebody going i would like my daughter or my son to play with something that uh with a toy that is like other people yeah and uh and and not to go on a tangent but i remember when i was growing up i had a uh one of my aunts she was very uh diligent and vigilant about buying black baby dolls now you know i couldn't understand like why it don't make no difference da, 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 da. but you know now since i'm older you know and stuff like that i understand why now because she's like no it actually means something to have a doll that looks like you it fucking matters to a little girl Ooh, that doll looks like me yeah and i was the same way when i was a kid i used to get all the black uh toys 
so i didn't have a lot of toys guys okay when i grew up i had a lot of diversity alpine i had roadblock okay uh when it came to transformers i had jazz um and uh i had you know of course destro and they would just have sad little games by themselves and wonder what the white gi joes is up to you know <laughs> nah i actually had more than that uh <laughs> but yeah it, it was interesting though um like I, I feel like only with toys for women or girls is it is representation taken into account so much because i don't know why that doesn't work for boys like i don't know why it's not viewed the same way i guess maybe because our beauty isn't reinforced through this or maybe people don't view it as that like boys aren't supposed to look at these he-man dolls and think this is what my body should look like i, I don't know I, I think i might be wrong but one factor is women bodies and women spend money women they be shopping they be but shopping with women toys spend money. with toys for kids boys spend money the parents spend money on the boys too they do so it's just interesting that that's not a concern that people seem to have for boys toys it's mm, just representation i, I see we're saying like like I yeah. pu- pu- pushing for more diversity like like you say and and they don't want to call them quote-unquote dolls i learned that from the they call them action right. figures so my quote-unquote action figure it can't have a fro you know my action figure you know it it, it can't be in the wheelchair i have a prosthetic limb because you know little boys grow up like this too yeah this is interesting that it's so less uh emphasized i actually remember doing a medium talk where i talked to a black guy who makes toys for black kids um and you know he seemed to it, like he did seem like you know obviously representation matters and all that stuff but you know it's just interesting that the it, that conversation doesn't happen as much with boys about representation mattering and you know why all the he-man figures is white and why you know the gi joes with the black people got to talk like this and you know that you, shit you know and you might you might have tapped on something i think it probably has a lot to do with body image and things like that like like you say mm-hmm. for a lot of women uh and and for little girls we're quote-unquote trained to actually be on our p's and q's and shit like that but for little boys they're quote-unquote uh rough and tough and you know why should you care about shit like that but they want to be seen too i think also because with girls we're telling them from the time that they're little that these dolls are what define beauty for them correct and so if you don't see yourself in that then you're being told it's impossible for you to be beautiful Mm -hmm. you know it's like the baby doll test during the civil rights era where they had the even the little black girls wanted to play with the white beauty barbie doll with the white baby dolls because they basically had consumed through reinforcement through um uh through from society they had consumed this image of black women were ugly black babies were ugly and therefore they themselves were ugly so people said well if we we have to make these dolls we have to make them pretty and we have to let them understand that they're pretty as well you know and so maybe that's why it's become so important that that barbie is reaching out like this because uh, other toys are not going to be put to this this kind of test yeah and then you have uh some parents it was like i I don't buy my little girl dolls they was like i'm I'm not even going to begin to take them down this rabbit hole like fuck them dolls (laughs) right um all right let's get into uh some guess the race oh wait did we score that i don't know Uh, zero i guess 
nah that's a lie for me um i'm actually still fucked with like once you pointed out that there was no man that supporting them it made me feel fucked oh with. oh yeah oh so oh a hundred for the other one oh, i thought talking about the baby doll baby doll zero but uh oh shit yeah yeah my bad did we not so wait I, we did give it a hundred for that my bad okay i'm totally off baby doll uh zero yeah okay okay okay, okay. all right now yeah, we're on the same page. Zero. sorry about that everybody i got confused now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one guest show game show going across all the podcasts and we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is a stone cold racist all right let's get into these guesses karen you ready yes sir uh and arendelle county police said substances tested in syringes in connection to an assault last week in church town was semen oh police initially said they learned the syringe in question contained semen officials later said police are unsure of any of those with syringes in question police said they were notified about the assault which happened in the five uh who cares what happened where a woman was assaulted Ah, ah. a woman was assaulted and poked with what she believed to be a syringe the victim katie peters told 11 news on wednesday that she felt safe going out in public now that uh the suspect thomas byron stemming which his last name is almost semen with a t uh thomas byron stemming uh steaming 51 is in jail uh peter said she thought she was burned by a cigarette butt at a grocery store car return area she said she was confronted uh she she confronted stemming there and when and that he said it felt like a bee sting didn't it according to police what? Mm-hmm. According to police, they received an anonymous tip that led them to Stemming 51 and the recovery of the syringe full of liquid from the driver's side door of his vehicle. A judge ordered Stemming held without bail on first and second degree assault and reckless endangerment charges. Uh, detectives believe there may have been, there may be additional victims who've yet to come forward. So, Karen guessed the race of, uh, Thomas Byron Stemming why you could have poked her with anything dog gave her a disease or anything even if it is a semen that could be diseased mm-hmm. uh let's see try uh try to get her pregnant with a baby he could wouldn't take care of well what race is that black rob uh in arndale maryland as white as that semen peckerwood white just as white as the semen serial poker white white nonsense three name white um seem like a lot of people going white on this karen went white on this the correct answer is white <laughs> and black rob was saying what i suspected he was saying tried to give him a chance to back out of it but <laughs> he was saying black what specifically is that type of fetish because that is more than once we've covered mm-hmm. men who put their semen in something and either inject it to or throw it on women right. what the fuck well, what is that unless it's something y'all considered on consented on the 
fuck woman wants that well not just what woman wants that but like what is what is the thing there you know what i mean control like i'm yeah. doing something against her will that's, that's why i always say man i i can't understand i can't i don't understand when people try to rationalize sexual assault stuff with well you know if you look at it this way i don't understand these niggas i don't get it <laughs> you know like this is to me is like there's nothing if you just told if you sat down and told me this story about man look what i did i'd be like the fuck is wrong with you i wouldn't be like oh that's kind of hot you know like what what is i'll never understand their brains to jail with you um let's see 37 year old janet domagala uh has been charged with public indecency and public intoxication after defecating in a parking lot while stumbling down dickerson pike what's so funny dickerson oh she stumbled down that dick she did stumble down dickerson oh, pike i'm so sorry i'm i'm teeing it's okay okay i was i thought i missed some on february 24th the motorist called in uh to report a female subject walking down the lane of travel on dickerson pike police began patrolling the area and located a woman walking down the right side of the lane on dickerson pike near donald street why uh matching the description police then witnessed the woman exiting the roadway and walk into the business parking lot uh business lot while in the lot she dropped the pants to expose her buttocks and vaginal area and began to defecate on the pavement what she then pulled up her pants walked back to the road began walking down the middle of southbound lanes of dickerson pike <gasps> after making contact with the female subject later identified as janet demogula uh police noticed she was unsteady on her feet slurred speech and smelled of alcohol janet stated she did not use drugs and was only drinking beer and then Negan kissed her all in the mouth. Oh, made sweet, sweet love out of the latrine. Uh, Janet Demogula was arrested and charged with indecent exposure, public intoxication. She was later freed on pretrial release. She already had her pretrial release. Well, Karen, guess the race of uh, Janet Demogula. White. Karen's going with white. Let's check the chat room. Dog poop white. Girl, I'm sucking dick right now. White. If Alpha can do it, so can she. White. Oh. White uh whitey um bubble guts white peas in the shower white going off the bud light and virginia slims uh as white as these those painted lines in the parking lot don't wash your legs white the correct answer is white everyone got it as a total aside can i just say the black people are getting a little too comfortable on twitter talking about how white people are gonna get the coronavirus because they don't wash their hands and don't wash their legs you're setting yourself up for failure black people i'm telling you right now because when some black people do eventually get this shit which we will the white people are gonna party on us okay we can't hold the front globally forever come on eventually it's gonna cross the line i heard the people in the sahara is doing a good job not getting no cases i mean I, look i'm i'm rooting for us but the party is gonna be vicious if a group of if a haven of blacks get this shit <laughs> white people are gonna motherfucking unleash the hounds on all of the years of jokes about their uncleanliness 
and our supreme cleanliness like it's gonna be a motherfucking just yeah everyone out there if you look can hear the sound of my voice just uh, just stay on top of the soap don't touch your face yeah we, we can't afford we can't afford this l right now and, 2020 and and the thing is you know we are clean because we will always view this fucking dirty that's why we go over the top with clean i totally understand that but we are human and somebody might fuck around catch this coronavirus and oh because it's bound to happen yes. they can't you know the whole house of cars gonna come tumbling down man many of you blacks can't help yourselves from a good joke so you're gonna join in it's gonna be chaos on the timeline we can't afford this right now y'all <laughs> need to come together all hands on deck and then hands in the sink with soap come on on the deck okay uh all right let's go uh to the to the bonus round <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, double the points, double the race, and a bonus round to guess the race. So far, Karen is actually two for two. Can you believe it? But can she go three for three? Mm-hmm. Let's find out together, shall we? Okay, guys. Um, let's see. A man is accused of chasing down a child and stealing his wireless earbuds what yeah the man allegedly reached out to the child causing the child to believe he was about to be kidnapped uh fort myers so too fort myers florida one man was arrested after allegedly chasing down a 10 year old child and stealing his wireless earbuds on thursday evening around 4 40 p.m several lee county deputies responded to an apartment complex off park meadows drive and malt drive in response to a robbery Deputy said they met with the child who said that uh said he had just been robbed by a group of men wearing neon green shirts with gray reflective stripes and jeans oh it was a crew the child said his wireless earbuds which resemble air apple airpods were valued at a hundred dollars and were stolen from him man a group of men what was a fucking full force from a uh, house party right i'm gonna kick your fucking ass if you don't give me them headphones um wow i can't believe that whole movie predicated on the fact that we were supposed to believe them big ass niggas in high school with them like those are grown men y'all yes they ain't got no business there those men have jobs not work and kids right their kids go to the high school they got 401ks what are you doing bothering kid and play okay right where are the police because they look like kids sir don't you have some taxes to be filing or something come on <laughs> get your easy form together sir what the fuck what was that movie even about anyway who while, knows <laughs> while speaking to the child a man wearing a neon green shirt and reflective stripes and blue jeans rode by on a bike coming from the direction where the child said the robbery took place the child saw the man immediately pointed at him and said that's him that's him uh a lee county deputy detained the man identified as joseph robert morgan 30 and found a pair of white wireless earbuds in his back left pocket during an interview with detectives the child said he was walking with his earbuds in his ears when someone began yelling give me that to him the child said the man started chasing him caught up with him between two buildings in the east side of malt drive the man later reached out to the child causing the child to believe he was about to be kidnapped the child threw his earbuds at the man along with the charging case the man caught the earbuds and, ch- and kept chasing the child the child ran home and then called 911 what the fuck was he gonna do to that kid right and what what do you want the earphones for 
what the fuck debbie said the child's able to identify the earbuds found it and also like they kind of go in your ear who steals those right they got earwax and all kinds of shit in it i mean because yeah. you, you put them into your ears they're only not gross when they're going in your own ears come on it's like using your own toilet you know what i mean like you, you should clean it but at the same time it's not like let me lay down some toilet tissue on my toilet at my house like you use the bathroom in your house and look you don't know, like squat over it but if it was anyone else's house i don't know you don't know you i don't know your germs uh yeah debbie said the child was able to identify the earbuds um because of the earwax left inside them and the way the lights on the earbuds are different than our airpods oh right because the baby knew his headphones and he knew they were not airpods he's like i left some earwax in that one on purpose that's mine when the investigators were speaking to morgan he changed his story several times according to deputies morgan is facing the charge of robbery with no firearm or weapon uh karen uh wait what where did this picture go huh i know what he looks like i know his race but i i'm just trying to find his picture but yeah karen guess the race who am i guessing the race of uh, the, the the one who stole the headphones what's the man. his name again his name is joseph robert morgan i'm gonna go black all right karen's gonna go with black let's check the uh chat room see what they believe um i'm trying to see if i can find uh find this picture give me one second to find this picture though and then uh uh okay cool all right and then we'll uh get to you guys guesses in the chat room see what you guys believe go to the jury um a group of men with neon green with reflectors was on work release picking up trash in the area black black i need to pawn these for some meth white is this meth or crack base black i guess black only because rye ain't doing three whites in a row roguish ass nigga black holla if you hear me black the reason bloomberg made stopping for his black kanye clothes black uneducated voter black as the soles of your feet at the being outside too long the correct answer is and karen went with black the correct answer mm-hmm. is black Some of you people absolutely missed it and said white. Now, if he just said they was like a skateboard gang with neon, I'd have been white. Yeah, I'm trying to find this picture. Okay, I see it. A lot of Joseph Robert Morgans, and what's crazy is that all of them are white except for this one dude. <laughs> i don't know how karen got this all the pictures is a white man except for uh the, the the one dude who stole the shit and he looks kind of like one of them skateboarder black dudes he got like the nose ring and got the dreads um it does look like he might be wearing uh some construction gear or something under here but man it's real beautiful what the hell is this how do you explain that to your people as a grown-ass man why you going to jail all right stealing the little kids headphones right why like what and that's if if that's all you were stealing because who fucking knows really right if you got hold that kid before he got home right you kept chasing him after you got the headphones what the hell was going on here buddy uh maybe i don't want to know all right let's wrap it up guys 
sword rats in this time a michigan man was stabbed with samurai sword after not buying pot for partner what <coughs> a michigan man was attacked with by his samurai sword wielding partner last month after he allegedly didn't buy marijuana for the suspect neil patrick wasinski 28 was hit with various assault charges on january 18th Why? two days after allegedly punching the victim's rib cage and stabbing him with a 21 inch sword inside the suspect's apartment Ew. still armed with the bloody sword wasinski chased the 23 year old victim into the parking lot before they both took refuge in their separate apartments police were called to the scene around noon january 16th when they found the victim smoking a cigarette while holding a bloody towel to his side the news website said he suffered multiple stab wounds from his arm and torso and was taken to the local hospital in critical condition but has since recovered he was in critical condition wow the victim said he was wasinski's boyfriend of one and a half years and claimed his partner decided to attack him after he failed to buy him marijuana wow i mean clearly they needed the marijuana to calm the fuck down jesus officers returned to wasinski's apartment where he refused to open the door eventually they took wasinski outside where the suspect spat on one of the officers wasinski was charged with assault with intent to murder assault with a dangerous weapon assault or resistant police man get this man his weed <laughs> ah, the ah. intent to murder charges were poorly dismissed after wasinski pleaded no contest to the other charges february 13th um police referred to wasinski as a female but the court and voting records show the suspect as male mm. so maybe they're trans possibility and of course uh and the police tried to respect it and the court was like nah fuck that homie uh anyway that is the court was uh oh yep it says here judge the uh, reside presiding by honorable little boosie so that makes sense he would not respect ah! someone's uh gender uh all right y'all that's it for today's episode you can find us uh for the rest of the week we will be here since we're not going to we new york be here um which uh we will we will go eventually you know um we're gonna get there even if we have to do it ourselves yeah, even if we have to take our own trip we're gonna get there they said they still paying the honorarium so you know your boy gonna be all right you know what i'm saying yeah sound like they're gonna reschedule so. let the coronavirus pass and through and then you know what i'm saying we could do this damn thing but uh all right y'all man we'll be back for the rest of the week uh um walking dead is tonight yes it is i'm excited about that um so until then i love you i love you too